We know you love us, but the information on our podcast is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional advice of any kind. If you or anyone you know needs professional help, please seek mental health services. Welcome to the Date Podcast, the show for anyone navigating the dating and relationship world. We interview celebrities, talk pop news, discuss dating do's and don'ts, and debate relationship topics. We are available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and review if you like what you hear. Check out our website, datepodcast.com for more information. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey, it's Zorik, host of the Date Podcast, and we're super excited to have a show for you guys because we have someone that we like love and care about so much, and she's like so cool. She is. Yeah. Uh, who are we talking to? We're talking about Alexa. Alexa. Welcome, Alexa. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. <laughs> oh, look at that voice there. Oh I know. God, I can't match that. <laughs> That's cool. What are we going to talk about today as far as... Uh, today. I don't know. What are we going to talk what about? What are we going to talk about today? Mm. You know what we are going to talk about. Do talk I? About. Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about fitness. Yep. And dating, obviously. Yep. Uh, Alexa's uh, history. Mm-hmm. You know, where she came from, you know. Oh, is that a prompt for me? Uh, no. No. <laughs> just, just all the things, Alexa and dating and fitness and because Alexa's like an expert in all those things, I she feel. is. That's why she's here, obviously. Obviously, we only get experts, right? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else, Emma? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Go I have for stuff. it. Okay, tell me. Okay. Tell us. So let's talk about Zorik's favorite show in the whole wide world. Okay. What is it? It's The Bachelor. Oh my gosh, I love that the show. The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? It's I, probably both. I like both. I think in it's Paradise? actually. I think it's Bachelorette. So let's talk about a breakup that just happened with two people that we probably knew was going to happen, and it's related to The Bachelor Bachelorette. I watched Becca Cuffrin's season because I have a friend of a friend that was on that show. Uh, Oh, very cool. Okay. Is it the same friend that we might have in common? Like the friend of the friend? Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, proceed. All right. So Gigi Hadid and Tyler Cameron were dating. And so Tyler Cameron is known because he was the runner up on the um, Bachelorette 15 with Hannah Brown, who just happens to be on Dancing with the Stars at the moment. Huh. So that's how it's all connected. Anyways, so after Taylor Cameron was the runner up, um, Gigi Hadid, Hadid and him, like all of a sudden were like, together nonstop. How does that happen? Because he's on The Bachelorette and she's a big movie star. Yeah. Did he like slip into her DMs or something? I was trying to find that out and I don't remember. I need that intel. Well. Because we we all need to figure out how to get a like a movie star for sure. She's she's like really down to earth. Like I really like her. Okay. For example. I like them. Okay. So whenever her mom, Yolanda Foster, was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh-huh. like they were always like, 
I loved when they were on the show. Like, they always had, like, very, like, minimal moments. But, like, it was always just, like, it just felt like they loved each other. It just felt like they had a good, like, mother-daughter relationship. Like, I just loved it. Yeah, me too. I loved it so much. So really? much, Emma. Who's I did. your favorite Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? My favorite is uh, Gigi Hadid's mother. Yeah, what's her name? Mother Hadid. And how many seasons has she been on now? Five. Mm. See? No. I told you. Wrong. No, that's so right. Wrong. Anyways, Easy. so they um, so they have broken up, but like they were hanging out all the time, but they kept denying that um, they were not together. And then whenever um, Gigi's um, grandmother like passed away, like he actually went to the funeral. Yeah. And he was there to be supportive. There's also like a rumor going around that um, she even introduced him to Serena Williams and Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh. And Taylor Swift and her are like their what, besties. What is this guy? I don't mm-hmm. remember his face. Um, What's his name? Tyler Cameron. Cameron. What is he? He is a general contractor in Jupiter, Florida. His bio says when he's not working, he's spending time with his family, scuba diving, and hanging out with his rescue dog, Harley. Why can't you just say dog? Um, whatever. Um, this guy is good looking. Oh, my gosh. He loves to dance. He His friends get embarrassed by how intense he gets on the dance floor, but he doesn't care. He was also drafted by the Baltimore Ravens and had to leave football because of a bad shoulder injury. And he loves and like skydiving is on the top of his bucket list. Are you trying to sell him to our audience? Is no, I'm just do? reading what's on the website. Okay. So, so what's next? Okay. So let's talk about pranks. So like pranks, like prank calls. Like pranking artists. Okay. Like celebrities. Like that one show. Did you watch that one show called uh, with Ashton Kutcher? Alexa. Punked. Punked. I was like pranked? <laughs> yeah, no, me too, actually. <laughs> Dummy. It's punked. <laughs> I watched the one with um oh my god, something Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy? Mm. Uh-huh. Let me Google. <laughs> While she's Googling. While she's Googling. So apparently in Europe, these, um, this one dude, he always tries to pull in a prank, especially during like Paris Fashion Week. Um, so there was already a prank in which this one girl was walking the runway with a bunch of other people. And then because the security team couldn't get to her, Gigi Hadid, Hadid again, like escorted her out of the stage and out of the building. It was really funny. And it was funny because then all of a sudden you see like all these like other like supermodels and like models just like, like pushing her out it was really funny to watch that was a prank it was a prank like she got on the runway she got in the runway in the middle of the runway and like walked the rest of the runway and then that's when they like escorted her out and so this dude he um pranked um justin timberlake and jessica beale at the louis vuitton um show on tuesday and so what he did is he like tackled Justin by like grabbing onto his ankle and then would not <laughs> let go. And so I saw pictures of it and I was just like, what is going on? Assault is what's yeah. going That's on. What's so going like on. they both looked at him and they were like concerned and confused at the same time. Um, but then um, their security team like was trying to get him like off, but like it took a few people from what I like read and saw it like to get him off. Like he was holding on tight for dear life 
No, if you're gonna prank somebody, you have to you have to sell out. You gotta go all the way. You can't just half do it, right? Yeah, yeah. completely agree. Yeah. But I think now nowadays you're risking getting shot. That you know? is true. True. Shot, and then you have the social media like uh, after effects, right? Mm-hmm. All that right. So um, he actually took to Twitter to post about it, um, and so he made a comment like. Um, human anklet not included um because of course he had to like Go to address jail. what happened oh, okay. oh um, i thought he was the human anklet or the dude the other yeah. dude was yeah. the human anklet so i don't i don't know what happened to him that is kind of fun. um it's he's the, fun. so he's the one that actually tried to kiss will smith during the man in black three premiere oh, i remember that yeah um he also he like planted his face in bradley cooper's crotch um, during the SAG Awards in 2014. Um, Who is this that he has this much access? His name is Vitaly Saduk. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's what he does. He just pranks people. And huh. I think he's a celebrity. Or I, th- I feel like... I don't have it in front of me, but I feel like he is a radio personality in, in Paris or France. And so like that's what he... That's how he feels like he can do these things. Mm-hmm. Um, he apparently got on stage at the 2013 Grammys with Pitbull and Jennifer Lopez. We're trying to give Adele an award. So, um, I'm gonna let you finish, but yeah. So, yeah. oh, there that show go. is called The Jamie Kennedy Experiment, by there the way. Go. I don't remember. I think I've heard that. about that. Before. Okay. Well, I didn't have cable growing up, and that was on WB slash CW. So, oh, uh, yeah. Huh. I gotcha. remember those good old Good old days. Good old days. What else? So is? that's that's all I have. Oh. Pranks and breakups, you guys. Mm. I mean, lots of breakups in the world. There's I, lots I, of breakups happening. I remember, there's some stat out there. That there's like thirty thousand breakups, like that go on every day. Jeez. It's kind of crazy. Lots of breakups. Hmm. I'm surprised it's not higher, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't think that's the world. I think I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Mm. On it. <laughs> <laughs> Research. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so, that's all I have. Um, I'm going to ask you guys some questions. Okay. Um, probably just Alexa, because she's the expert here. Right. Um, <laughs> and Emma is a... I'm just a peasant. <laughs> I'm just a lowly you, peasant you, you, you that so... just shows up. Guys, Don't so... sell yourself short. You're a Khaleesi. Thank you. Thank you. Look at this. Do you see this? <laughs> I see this. Do you this. see how supportive this is and feels? You have a supporter feels? today. Today I have a supporter. So I was at uh, Seagulls. I do not work there. Oh but yeah. I was buying some whiskey, mm-hmm. and I was like, Emma. Would Are you, you gonna like, out me out right now? I was like Emma, Gosh, would you I like you. some uh, like a classy ass bottle of wine? Because you <laughs> love gifts. You love them so much. I'll buy you a gift <laughs> yeah. right now. And she's like, No, I can't. Uh, I'm like dry this month, right? <laughs> I'm outing you right I now. don't understand. I have a bottle. I mean, I have a glass of wine in front of me right now. Why would you take a month off drinking, Alexa? Why? Um, to <laughs> prioritize other substances. Maybe that substance is endorphins by yep. from your workouts. Thank you. Um, <laughs> maybe it's restarting your, you know, diet or something. Sure. Maybe Sure. Lots maybe of reasons. Lots be, of reasons. Sounds Religious like holidays. A, uh, yeah, holidays for sure. You're holidays are coming up. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't see. I'm. I'm trying to convince her not to do this, but that's fine. Live your life. 
Live mm-hmm. it. I am. You have nothing to say about this. I don't know what I need to say. We're, we're all trying to convince you. Even your work is like, you need to drink. <laughs> you need to drink because there's some shit going on, right? Uh-huh. No? What? <laughs> don't shut down. You're shutting down right now. Am I? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> you guys. I told you what would happen if you tried it. What would happen? Tell me. Tell me. Okay, Alexa. Jeez. Yes. Are you uncomfortable yet? No, not yet. Okay, good. <laughs> this is this is. We'll start with a with a warm up here. Sure. Uh, would you date someone who didn't drink alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel targeted right now? Kinda. Uh, a guy. Say you're on a first date, and he's like, "Oh no, I'll have water. I don't want any wine or or alcohol." How would uh, you? Yeah, I don't really drink that much personally, so. Can you take a picture right now? (laughs) (laughs) It's a prop. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, I don't, I personally don't drink that much, so I wouldn't be perturbed. Like, I wouldn't be put off. But um, I would want to know why he's not drinking, right? Like, did he have a problem before? Um, Is it just a, you know, a month thing? Is Mm -hmm. it just, he doesn't feel like drinking that particular night? So I think that's a good point because what if he does have a you know a problem or had some issues before, mm-hmm. right? So what would you do if you were on a date with a girl and she didn't want to have a glass of wine? I would drink it? more. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a fucking long night. What about you, Emma? I don't know. I think I'd find it a little bit weird, but then I'd get over it. Yeah. Well, like it would kind of like it like take me by surprise. In all honesty, it'd be like, oh okay. Well, context is everything too, right? Like, are you at dinner or are you at a rock climbing gym? Like, maybe he shouldn't be pulling out his pocket flask. flask. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, although that's when I carry mine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just joking. (laughs) And it depends on um, your lifestyle too, because we're foodies. We love oysters and wine and. and Oh my gosh. Okay, can I just like go off on my. Like, I will just say this one thing. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Is that like Zorik is trying to convince me. And so, of course, he's trying to like guilt me into it. And part of his like guilting and like shaming me kind of is trying to make me feel bad for the fact that like. We don't get to have oysters and martinis for the next 30 days. It's we like I'm don't. ending his world because we don't get to have martinis we, and oysters. And I'm like, deal. we can go have oysters. And he's like, not without martinis. <laughs> for the record, it is half price oysters and martinis at this place. Yes. It's like a it's $6 so martini. Good. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. They have so really good, good martinis. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I think it just depends because if you're a foodie, like I love food and wine. I love a great glass of wine with a great steak or a great fish. Mm-hmm. That would be a problem for me. A big one. Yeah. Certainly. Like what if you, your date is at a winery? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't drink. <laughs> or doing like a pub crawl. Yeah. We're just crawling. We're just crawling at that point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but on, on the flip side, you have a built-in DD. There you go. Mm. Eternal optimist mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all about perspective, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, fine. What was the other one? Huh? What was? What is it? A, is it a either or? Uh, it says it says alcohol slash liquor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all it says. Okay. Okay, number two. The next question. Um, I have certain names I will automatically swipe left on. I think if you really think about it, you have some names you would say no to. So tell me the names. And you can include reasons if you want. I'll start. Jesse. My name is Jessica. 
we're not doing that. And I'm not going to scream my own name during sex. Ew. <laughs> so if your name is Jesse, you don't want to scream out Jessica? Yeah, it's because it's close. It's close. It's close. So are there names, Alexa, you would not date? No. Um, because really, it's not your fault that you were named something, right? That is true. Unless you voluntarily, like, unless you voluntarily chose that name, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. She also says um, exes. Are there exes? Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Your parents. Your yeah, sister, I won't. I went on a date with a guy once who had the same name as my dad, mm-hmm. and I was like, nope, <laughs> nope. And, and went by the middle name, too. And I was like, huh? nope. Yeah. So you don't want to be calling his name out during huh? sex? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, that would get it. I won't date, I won't date people. Too. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I don't like it when people say that. That's I just weird. Don't. I, so I, I call my dad daddy. No, I mean during sex. Like, oh, yeah. No, during that's gross. Sex, yeah. That it's like. Ah. Yeah. I'm like, am I too old for you? Ew. <laughs> Oh, Ugh, gross. Okay, I have... So, any other things on names? Do we have any? I won't date anyone with my uncle's names, and I have lots of uncles. I won't date people with my cousin's names. <laughs> Do you have names. a list of, like, names? Yeah, you just have to... yeah, it's alphabetical order. Yeah. I dated a guy named Alex once. Hmm. Oh. Okay. That w- that's kind of cute, though. Alex and Alexa. Well, back then, I was going by Alex as well. Oh. It didn't make a difference. Okay. Yeah. 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 Look at Alex. See? See? Yeah. There you go. Hmm. There you go. Okay. So names do matter. To me, yes. To you. <laughs> yeah, I can't see you with a dude named Dima. No. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry. Um, what? <laughs> okay, so this guy, he's 32, mentioned that it's been so long since the last time he slept with someone. So I responded, why has it been so long? He answered, it's because my standards are way too high. So... That's aware, I yeah. suppose. So this person, this person um, says he hasn't had sex in a long time because his standards are way too high. How do you? She's asking, how do you feel about that? Lower your standards. I wouldn't say lower your standards. Adjust your standards. Yeah. Like, can you be open-minded about a few little things? Yeah. I think there comes a point where you have to take ownership of the fact that you're not having sex. Well, she did it. She said it during sex, though. Like he's, this conversation's going on during Wait, sex. Wait, what? Wait, yeah. what? So the, the title is, is it weird for someone to say this during sex? My so standards are too high. So they're thrusting. They're, I think like they're having a conversation. Wait, time out. So what? I thought yeah. this person hadn't had sex in a long time because their standards were too high. And this is, this conversation's going on through going, uh, it's, it's happening during sex basically. Yeah. But is, doesn't is that, that negate the... Killer? I, that's what I'm saying. I that's why I found this. I was like, this is so weird. Speaking like, wh- of why pranks, would, <laughs> <laughs> like, why would somebody say this during during sex? Because they wanted to continue not having sex for a long time. I think at that I point, think. yes. I think they're like choosing to like avoid having sex. I think he couldn't just get laid. I think it's just an excuse. Y- yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, weird. Is this a socially adjusted individual? <sighs> I mean, knows? it doesn't sound like it, right? I don't know. I mean, it's not me he's talking that's about. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good question to ask during, during a, you know. No. Right? Gosh. Because it's just, like you said, it kills kills the mood. It does. I don't like saying anything. Well, things. I don't but really want to know about your sex. Oh, okay. Thank you. Great. Uh, that's all I got. So those are kind of weird questions, right? <laughs> <laughs> they are really weird. What the crap is going on I today? know. It's kind of crazy. Okay. 
Alexa. Zorik. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty well. Pretty good? Pretty, pretty good. So how did you meet Emma, first of all? Like, how did that happen? <gasps> yeah, how did we meet? So I met Emma when she was... Okay, so I don't think it was technically a panel, right? No. I was corrected on this. On stage. Yes, so Emma was on stage doing as Emma does. She wasn't dancing. She, she was, was not <laughs> dancing. Oh, yeah. She I'd, be, I'd be raking it in more. Making money moves. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Emma was a guest on the Great Love Debate in yep. Plano a mm-hmm. few weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe last month. Yeah, um, I think so. Longer than that, no? Yeah. I Maybe a month for sure. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so we have a mutual friend who is also on the stage, a vegetable who will not be named. Oh. <laughs> is that a rule? <laughs> I want to say it. I want to say it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, and so I met her that way. And I also, when I was at that event, uh, shared the story of my worst first date mm-hmm. from the audience. Hmm. And I think that's what made an impression. Nice. I'd like to think so anyway. It was. It, it was. But we'll save that date, if you don't, if you don't mind, sure. to the end so people can. So I don't know if I've told you this. I think I've told Tina this. Mm-hmm. So we were, you know, we were on stage and I was sitting next to the person we have in common. And, um, <laughs> and all of a sudden this person's like, oh, that's, that's Alexa. And she's dating JoJo. And so I just happened to look over. And so the first person I saw was Tina. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, okay, T- you know, like Tina's really pretty. So I thought that was JoJo. And then you're talking about a guy. And I was like, like my, my brain kind of like, you know, got confused for a little bit. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, cool. She's probably by. And then I realized that Jojo was actually the guy (laughs) sitting next to you. And then I was like, oh, it all makes sense now. (laughs) Funny story about that. So, um, so I met Jojo on hinge and, uh, I remember asking him, I was like, is your birth name Jojo? Like it has to be something else. Right. So his name's Joseph. Uh And I saved him in my phone as Joseph because what grown ass man goes by Jojo. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then I remember after our first date, um, I went back in my phone and changed his name to Jojo because I was like, I get it now. Like yeah. 100%. Hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah. He's cool. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I, did I meet him? Maybe not. Maybe next time. We'll At see. BMF, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> so that's how you guys met. And you uh-huh. guys, you guys are now uh, text buddies or friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. You guys hang out. So first of all, where are you from? Like where, where what's your background? I was born and raised in. I was born and raised in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, lived there and went to undergrad there. And then I hopped around Texas a little bit. And now I'm in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Cool. So when you were uh, uh, in Houston, how was your dating life? Is it, how is it over there? Um, I, so I left Houston when I was like 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was you know college boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe a guy I casually dated. Yeah. Right before I moved to San Antonio. What about in high school? Did you? Were you uh, much of a dater? So I went to a health professions magnet school. Oh, and you smart had to, people. <laughs> you, you had to test in, and then, yeah. um, but you couldn't get in after freshman year. So you knew everyone you went, like you progressed oh, through high school okay. with, and people just, the class got smaller and smaller. Like yeah. I graduated with 161 people. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So how many dudes were in your class or in your, you know? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't. Hmm. I mean, I, I would say maybe a 60-40 split. Okay. At best, where it was 60% women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. How is it living in the humidity? Because I hate going to Houston for that reason. You know, I never noticed because that was my life, right? Right. And then uh, my allergies are worse up here because the humidity at least like holds all that stuff yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I go back to Houston, mm-hmm. now that I've been gone for so long, it's a struggle for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's like getting off the plane in New Orleans. 
exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, it's just like muggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so when you're in Houston, so you didn't date in, in, in high school, but then you dated uh, at, at U of H. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go Cougs. Uh, go Cougs. <laughs> and, and how, I stayed at the South Tower, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My parents lived in the towers when they were gender segregated. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, and uh, where was I going? Oh, so <laughs> oh, how, was no. your, how was your dating in uh, at U of H? Um, so I went, so I went to the honors program there. Mm-hmm. Gosh, uh, she's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Thanks guys. Um, and so there was this event, uh, I guess senior year of high school where you, you went and stayed on campus with like a, a honors college mentor. And, um, I ended up going out to a couple parties instead of just staying in the dorms. <laughs> and so, um, I met this group of people and then from there I just kind of inoculated myself and joined this social group and it was just right there waiting for me when I started school. Um, it was like five minutes from my high school. So mm-hmm. I would go over there after school every day. Yeah. Sorry, mom. I don't think you know that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would kind of date in that group for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, um, my sophomore year, I reconnected with a friend from middle school that I never like, you know, dated or really knew personally, but mm-hmm. that was back in the MySpace days. Uh, and then oh, I miss MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Top eight. Yeah. You always knew where you stood. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so I dated him for the rest of college. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. it Tom? You didn't date Tom, did you? It, it wasn't Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, so how did you guys, uh, so how long did you, you date you and him? Um, college boyfriend, like yeah. three and a half years. Three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you learn a lot as far as, you know, dating in college? Yeah. Um, yeah. it really grounded me. Uh, I, I definitely like, so I switched majors, right? Like I was pre-med and then, um, I decided I didn't want to do that anymore because I saw somebody's, um, orgo notes and was like, that's a lot of hexagons <laughs> and I just, no. Um, and so, you know, it was a very transitional time. Uh, I decided that I was going to prioritize financial security. So in my mind that was going to be either business or engineering uh, and engineering I, I thought was a lot more interesting, but I wasn't about to do seven years in undergrad. Um, so, so like, you know, through this journey of self-discovery, like this boyfriend was there and a rock and kind of helped me focus. Um, so like, I mean, it was just a steady relationship and it was really great and healthy. So I was able to prioritize school and, you know, make sure to graduate on on time or, I mean, I think it was like a semester late and then balance extracurriculars and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think Hmm. people come into your life, um, for certain reasons, right? So maybe he was there for that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he kind of helped you through school. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, you know, I've, I've had the same thing too, uh, but not just school, but like throughout my own career. Right. Yeah. And like you learn a lot of different things from different people mm-hmm. and then eventually you know what you want. Right? right. Right. So how did you guys, why did you guys separate or break up? Um, I think I started feeling stagnant. I was about to move cities for a job. Uh, I started feeling not challenged in ways that I didn't realize mattered to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, really smart dude, great guy, you know, to this day, like I would, you know, absolutely wish the best for him. Um, but it was just one of those things where I think you, you continuously grow, or at least that's the goal, mm-hmm. right? And if you don't grow in the same direction at the same pace, uh, then it can be kind of hard to sustain. Yeah. 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 yeah was exactly. he someone that was like good on paper? Like you were both great on paper, but then in reality, like there was those mismatches. Uh, no, he was great all around. It yeah. was, ju- it was just different. Um, okay. I like to stay busy. Uh, and so like my life was school working for the school. And then I was dancing ballet like 16 and a half hours a week. Wow. Whoa. Um, and so, it, so I was just kind of go, go, go. Um, and you know, he was a little bit more chill, which is totally great. And it was wonderful for the time, but mm-hmm. you know, 
Was it like a, a matter if you wanted to get married or did you guys even talk about that? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I've thought about marriage with the, the, my last string of serious boyfriends, right? Because, uh-huh. I mean, you date mm-hmm. and fall in love and you think it, it's going to be forever. And mm-hmm. then at least that's my MO. Mm-hmm. And then something happened. So wait, so he wanted to get married or did you? or We had a promise ring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then just kind of didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So then you moved to, you said San Antonio. Is that next? I did. Yeah. Okay. What's why, why did you move there? A job. Huh. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's a different lifestyle too in San Antonio, right? Yeah. It's a smaller city than D- mm-hmm. Dallas and uh, um, Houston, Houston for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so how was the dating there? Um, my first year was really difficult. It was uh, the first time I lived outside of Houston. All my friends and family were in Houston. Mm-hmm. Everyone I knew and cared about was in Houston. Um, and so my first year I actually pretty much spent every weekend in Houston. Um, and then I know you guys, are, we're talking about fitness and dating, and my San Antonio boyfriend, I actually met at the gym. So. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, and so did you go on dating apps in, in San Antonio? or? Um, no, my first venture into dating apps was uh, with my last relationship, or with my current relationship. So okay. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you. all of your relationships have been like you're meeting someone in person. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's pretty good because most people we talk to, they're like, I want to meet organically. I don't like dating apps. They suck. This and that. You Emma's pointing at pointing herself right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then you finally land in Dallas. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Um, so I went to grad school in Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I studied at UT and uh, a job brought me up here. Okay. And so I actually moved up here with a guy that I met in grad school and we started dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not your current. No. No. <laughs> yeah. One removed. Yeah. You know what? Um, hmm. When you move with somebody, like, what are your th- thoughts about that? Moving different cities with somebody. Yeah. Um, I mean, that I also thought was a forever sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't call it like hopeless romanticism or anything like that. But, um, you know, we talked about Enneagrams earlier. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like to jump into things like like feet first. That's mm-hmm. yeah. just full immersion, whether it's yeah. work, play, relationships, obviously, friendships, whatever it is. Um, so moving to Dallas together wasn't, you know, a big deal because what's a big deal? Like, I mean, why is it a big deal to move somewhere with somebody you're going to be with forever, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you think you think that's the case. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've, I've moved in with lots of people. Well, not lots of people. Now I sound like a... You know what? Like a man whore? I am. Just kidding. Uh, but but yeah, you, you mm-hmm. think that's a big step, moving with somebody and moving in, moving into the same apartment or house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I've never done that. Like I, and I'm on, and like, I don't know if I will because I'm like afraid of my parents to this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I like, I'm not Catholic, but like they will bring the Catholic and the, like the Latin guilt on me. Oh yeah. That's a lot of guilt. Yeah. yeah. It's all like, Ooh. Yeah. Can't tell the difference. So what do your family t- say about, you know, moving w- with somebody? Um, if there is plausible deniability, then it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like they, if they don't, they don't know what they don't know. Slash, uh-huh. You know, they can pretend like they don't know and right. it's, it's more comfortable. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, well, Alex is in Dallas now. Yeah. Yeah. Her boyfriend just happens to be living there too. Yeah. He just yeah. spends a lot of time at the same place. <laughs> So, okay, so your current boyfriend, how did you meet him? You said. I met him on Hinge. Mm -hmm. So that was, so between breakups, I got, or between, you know, the last relationship and then this one, that was the first time I went on dating apps. Mm -hmm. Um, And I get why people hate it. I totally (laughs) do. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's all. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What, What did you not enjoy about it? Tell us. 
it's a lot to keep up with. I think that the ability to make an impression is, I mean, every you're doing the same thing that everyone else is, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you have to open not in person with some witty quippy thing right um thank god there's no pictures because i mean i can only imagine what would pop up mm-hmm. um and then you're keeping up with this inbox full of people that haven't really made an impression on you unless you've met them and if you've met them then you probably actually have their phone number but it's just the this idea of having limitless opportunities and options and stuff like that there's i think it takes away the ability for people to be present and satisfied with what they have yeah for sure for sure lots of options she's like hitting all of my points on my checklist uh, she brought a triangle she, yeah she's definitely. <laughs> so how many how many so you just tried hinge nothing else or i tried tinder mm-hmm. which I, I lasted like a week two tops because okay. that was uncomfortable for me um and how i also so? tried bumble it was just really aggressive like the men were aggressive? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And actually, um, I thought about, I, I debated talking about this on the show, but when I got on dating apps, I made myself available to men and women because I was like, hey, maybe this is a good time to try something new. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. I mean, not to, you know, like, I don't know. Exploration. Yeah. 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 Um, but, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, and so, and I wasn't ready to go out with yeah. dudes. Like I just, I, I wasn't ready. So yeah. mm-hmm. I went on uh, a couple of dates with women and I very quickly realized that not only am I extremely hetero, um, I was just really looking for some good girlfriends. Mm. Mm. There's, there's, there's an app for that, Bumble BFF. It's right? Bumble BFF Is it? and I am more than happy to be <laughs> your friend too. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So how was it? How were those dates with other women? Um, so I went rock climbing. I went uh, to a pole fitness class. Mm-hmm. I went to a couple dinners. Um, and so I went on dates with three different women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so two of them weren't there for friendship. Well, you weren't turned off right away. You went on that first date and you're mm-hmm. like, maybe I'll try it again with somebody else. Yeah, right? I'm really, I mean, I'm really mm-hmm. open-minded. I was like, well, you know, maybe it's, I'm not vibing with this person, uh-huh. right? Um, or it was just like awkward and uncomfortable. But I mean, I, I felt really safe or I felt safer being vulnerable and feeling exposed, like kind of getting in the dating pool again mm-hmm. with women versus dudes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could talk about, hey, hey, like I've never done this before, da, da, da. Like that's a really awkward ass first date conversation. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it, I'm actually still friends with one of them. Mm-hmm. I had dinner with her last week, but uh, it was, and she was really great. She was like, so I'm picking up on friend vibes. You just want to be friends? I was like, yes, that's <laughs> awesome. And so. Wait a second. So did you kiss anybody during any of these uh, rendezvous? Nope. No? Super hetero. Stop really. trying. Didn't hold hands. Did, did, did any of them more. make any moves? Nope. No moves. Much hmm. to your dismay. Hmm. <laughs> so I is very disappointed right Because now. if it was a dude, dudes make moves. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so after the four days. So, would a dude make a move? Like, so, like, if you decided to go on a date with a dude, like, the dude would m- make a move on you? He would probably do that. Because you're just like, you just like, people can't keep their hands off of you? Obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, after that, so you, mm-hmm. then you finally started dating guys, finally, mm-hmm. I say three dates. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. uh, how, how, was, how was the first one? Um, it was on St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and we were on, we were in Deep Ellum. I can't remember the name of that. It's a, I don't know, I had a Guinness. It was like a very Irish. I, oh, Anvil yeah, Pub yeah. Or? Probably Anvil Pub, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, it was okay. It yeah. was fine. Hmm. Okay. Mm. So you feel something different, though, with a guy than a... Than I mean, a I was more comfortable being, like, flirty, right? I, oh, I, I was just more comfortable. Interesting, interesting. okay. 
Okay, because I guess she, you were just not in your element with, with a female, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, that's what you're used to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So how many other dates did you go on to finally meet um, the Before man? I met JoJo? Yeah. Um, yeah, the man. Um, <laughs> I think I dated, I, I think he was the fourth guy I went on a date with. Mm-hmm. He was my first second date. Oh. And I was his first second date as well. Oh. Huh. So how do you know when to have that second date? Like what what were the things that uh, JoJo did yeah. that were like, or, yes. Yeah. Or didn't do? Um well, I don't know. It was it was just comfortable, mm-hmm. right? Like it, the conversation flowed. We kind of clicked. Like I mean, I'll talk to a freaking wall. Like it's fine, but um <laughs> He talked back. Low bar. Low bar. No, I'm just kidding. I, yeah. I mean, it just felt a little stiff, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think when you have a connection with somebody, it's uh, or good chemistry with somebody, it's something just kind of intangible snaps into place, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I remember we were at True Food Kitchen in Legacy West, and um, like we'd been talking like online for a week, <laughs> and then we ended up meeting out. And we shut down the restaurant. Like they're like, "Hey, we're oh. we're closing soon. Like, can y'all leave?" And we were just sitting there talking. Get right? out, yeah. And then um, from there, he walked me to my car, and we sat in the car and talked for like another two hours. Ooh. And so, yeah, it was. I, it just it was fun. First yeah. kiss. First kiss. There you go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so did y'all kiss on the first date? Yeah. It's, okay. it's about 50-50. Emma doesn't. I do. I don't. Obviously. Yeah. So I actually initiated first kisses on almost all of my dates. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not not making out. Right. Yeah. But just uh, like, all right, that was fun. I mean, it was just like a peck, but mm-hmm. it was still kind of, it was interesting. I think it really threw people off guard, too. Like peck on the lips or peck on the cheek? Um, Lips. It's got to okay. be on the lips. Come on. Yeah. Come on. This is where, it, it, come it's on. A peck. We're dating. We're not okay. like going to, you know, business know. meeting or anything. Mm. Okay. Okay, you kiss at your business meetings? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, edit that what out. What kind of business meetings are you having? <laughs> business meetings, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, so you kissed him to what? Just to see if there's any like chemistry or like sparks or? Because I wanted to. Like it was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was somebody that I had great conversation with. It was somebody that was like charming and witty and just fantastic. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because when I kiss uh, a lady on uh, after a date, yeah, I kind of want to see. Okay, it's maybe we've had a great time, we've mm-hmm. had great chemistry, and then let's let's see if this. If we're, if we're physically connected somehow. So sure. that's kind of why I do that. Yeah. But Emma doesn't kiss at all, so it's kind of... I'm a prude. It's kind of... <laughs> no, I totally get it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it's... Going back to that impulsive activator, mm-hmm. whatever, that adventurous, whatever yeah. personality test we're doing. Wait, wait. So what are your love languages? Or not love languages. You're... Uh, we're talking about <gasps> Mars No, Briggs? hold on. Before we move on, to, before we move on, can I just say that Alexa brought me a present because she, like, knows that I love presents <laughs> and that she presents did. are my love language. So she brought me, like, a dragon egg that's from How to Train Your Dragon. It's a puzzle, and I can't wait to do it over the weekend. Mm, nice. And I got... Salt because <laughs> I'm infatuated with Salt Bay. You're like in <laughs> love with him. I'm just trying to enable you. <laughs> yeah. I've got him the low V-neck shirts too. Yeah. I heard. It's going to happen. It's going to happen yeah. one day. Now all you need is a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah, he just needs to grow his hair out. I think that's the next step, guys. Will you? That has, that has to happen now. I mean, maybe I, you can get like a clip in. Yeah. 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 I'll go get you a wig. I Please. will buy you a wig. Please. Yeah. Let's go to the wig And store. I can easily do the, the kind of beard thing that he does. Yeah. Yeah. Just grow it out, man. Okay. You Thank have... You. I don't know how many days. 29 days. Okay. Yeah, 29. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So you were talking about strengths, right? Mm -hmm. And so what were they? 
the strengths um, finder. Yeah. So my number one strength is activator, um, which means I'm really good at getting things started. And uh, um, maybe that's why you kiss on the first date. Maybe. See? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Um, number two is input. Like I like getting a bunch of information. Yeah. Um, three, communication. Four, adaptability. And number five is includer. How how do, how does knowing that affect your dating life, or does it even? Um, I found out after. Okay. I started dating JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. For those okay. specific test results. So how did that second date go? Um, so one of our friends was uh, like organizing or doing the marketing for a concert. It was at Toyota Music Factory before it opened to the public, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was Lil Dicky. It Dickie. had a rough start. Yeah? Who? We went to a Lil Dicky concert. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Lil <laughs> Dicky? Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Okay, we're going to have to play a clip or something. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went... Um, and I met a bunch of his friends. It mm-hmm. was kind of intimidating because so not only is it the second date where I'm meeting all his people, like That's all of his quick. people. That's really quick. Oh, yeah. it's quicker. It was the day after our first date. Oh, oh. Yeah. wow. So he originally invited me to that and that was going to be our first date. But then he was like, well, if I'm going to bring this girl around all my friends, maybe right. I should like check her out first. Right. 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 Huh. That's OK. So that is a little intimidating. That's How did very, that go for you, though? Oh, it was a blast. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. Oh, my number six strength is woo, which is uh, which stands for winning others over. Did you say woo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> woo. Um, so, so I really... Between the general South Sorry. <laughs> no what are, are you failing at life right now? Yeah. I think he's pulling up Little Dicky. <laughs> Super funny, though, man. Thank you. I put so many of my boys on Is this Little Dicky? Uh, yes. Oh, I've heard this before. It's okay. Sounds like Chris Brown. It does sound like Chris Brown. It's featuring Chris Brown. Little oh, Dicky featuring that's Chris why. Brown. Okay. Okay. So Chris Brown like might sound like Chris Brown. Oh yeah, Chris Brown. Yeah. Like Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so how was that whole like concert thing? Meeting meeting the friends. It was fun. Um, yeah. yeah, I do really well with strangers. Mm-hmm. I guess like I I don't know if there's really such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to me anyway. Yeah. I didn't, it didn't feel like we were strangers when we first met. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I just kind of, it's like, you know how people are weirdly comfortable sliding into your DMs? Yeah. I'm not like that, but I'm really comfortable sliding into <laughs> your life. <laughs> into yeah. like your real messages. Yeah. So she's like never met a stranger. Like you can probably, can't, you know, start a conversation with anybody. No. Basically. And it's so funny because like Tina, like she, like she was like, okay, Tina and Emma introduce each other. <laughs> okay. You guys are friends now. Okay. Bye. It's Exactly. I was like, I'm going home, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. That's so cool. So typically, how long do you, does it take for you to meet the friends, though? Uh, I don't know that there is a typical. Yeah? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I get brought around pretty quick, I guess, mm. historically speaking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Are you still friends with, like, the people that he introduced y'all? Like, are yeah. you still friends? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it takes me, like, I have to be exclusive with somebody. To yeah. actually you know, bring the friends around, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm yeah. slower to introduce people to my friends uh, and integrate them in my life, mm-hmm. for sure. For um, sure, yeah. Yeah, but also it's easier because my people are so spread out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys are exclusive, obviously. Mm-hmm. So how long did that take? It seems like th- there's a quick trajectory here with your yeah. relationship. Yeah. Um, my MO is kind of like just, you know, jumping in head mm-hmm. first, and yeah. then uh, and all of a sudden it's like a full-fledged, like, we're going to be together forever. But this time it's sticking, I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I believe you. Yeah, you'll well, come back next year, and we will talk again. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the question again? No, it, it, so when were you guys exclusive, or are you exclusive oh, now? yes, yes, okay. we are. And it how that us, happened? 
It took us like a month. We were actually just talking about this the other day. Um, so we met in early April and his birthday is at the end of May. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's like a month, month and a half ish. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember on his birthday, his mom came into town to like surprise him and spend some time. And I met her cause I picked her up and then I was like, we're going to go get massages cause Jojo's got work. And that was like the first five minutes of meeting his mom. Oh wow. Um, and I remember like, you know, of course, like, so he had a, he has a house and he gave her the master. And so we were like sleeping in the man cave and I had my own apartment, but I was like, you should stay at the same house as your mom. And he's like, but I didn't want to stay without him. And I was like, at this point, if I'm willing to sleep two grown people on a couch, I'm like, this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys don't live together, right? We right. do. Oh, you do? Yeah. So okay. um, I was telling you that I just bought my first house in July. Yeah. Um, so in April, I told him, I was like, hey, I'm ready to buy a house. And he's like, okay, well, you know, let me do as any other normal person would and go get my real estate license. So he did that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So super supportive, right? Um, and uh, yeah, and so. So Jojo's house is now too. Uh, I mean, really, he just kind of did it for me, for oh, us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So I mean, he like he'll help friends like find apartments because apparently, if a realtor calls, they are privy to better deals for whatever reason. What? Hmm. So FYI, hmm. yeah. Um, so so I was like, yeah, I'll be a really great first client. I'll be super easy. Spoiler alert, I was not. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and then I think uh, maybe a month and a half, two months later, I bought a house. Nice. Very cool. Huh. Well, congratulations. Thank that's, you. That's a big, uh, big decision, big, a big yeah, I move. Know. We're ready for that step. Yeah, we are ready. Where's too. my house, Oric? Um, You're supposed to be buying that for me. We have a realtor now. <laughs> <I> yeah. <think. laughs> yeah. That's cool. So uh, what does he do? So he is mm -hmm. one of the founding, uh, I guess, founding partners of Body Machine Fitness in Plano. Mm -hmm. um, so I, we were talking earlier about Barry's Boot Camp, where he used to work in Miami. And so um, the BMF executive team were out there doing this, some research, and they found him. Yeah. And they really hit it off, and brought he, they brought him out to Plano to help kind of launch the brand and open their first gym. Mm -hmm. So you have a realtor and a trainer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, he's not a trainer, although he has taught classes. Oh, okay, okay. Um, he, he basically has done or does everything else. Oh, okay, okay. So he kind of leads like the business? He's on the business side or the? the yeah, he's on the business side, um, more so sales and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, with any startup, you wear a lot of hats. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got so. you, I got you. So very important question. So no. when you are at BMF, yes. and you see, well, this, this may not, you may not answer this question. You see a man walking towards you. <laughs> Mm -hmm. What's the first thing you notice? So I thought about this a lot because I knew this is something that you would ask. And <laughs> um, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Right. And that's kind of hard for me to say, because I've always been so personality driven. Mm -hmm. um, so just to answer your question, I think right now I'm into arms. Mm -hmm. um, but I also realize that what I look at on other people is what I'm interested in for myself. Mm. So. So does Jojo have like those nice arms? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so uh, really what stands out more to me than anything else is how hard you work mm -hmm. um so in class because it's a group fitness concept uh, it's you know it's somebody that will catch my eye is somebody that's working like if really he's like grunting and just i don't i don't even care shirt, like, uh, shirt on or off um you know it depends on your environment uh -huh. if everyone's taking their shirt off cool whatever if you're the only person then you know it's a little douchey yeah or attention seeking, I guess. Or maybe that's just how you motivate yourself. I mean, it doesn't necessarily resonate with me, though. So. Yeah, Emma. Hmm. What's, what's your body part that you look at? 
Didn't okay. I say eyes last time? Eyes or smile or Smi- teeth? I don't yeah. know. I don't remember. Oh my gosh! I, I think it was. I think things. it was eyes. Yeah, you said eyes. Anyways. Probably. I'm a thigh guy, so I look at the thighs. So hmm. yeah, yeah. So before BMF, did you go to another gym or like LA Fitness or 24? Yeah. So in San Antonio, where I met my boyfriend at the gym, <laughs> that was out of Gold's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did. You know, so I was myself through my own workouts and lifting a lot yeah. um, I've always had hobbies uh, and so I, I really like activities when I was at Gold's it was more of like getting back in shape because I went from dancing 16 and a half hours a week to sitting at a desk 40 hours a week oh yeah which was really tough um, and so I, I guess like I, I've always had hobbies and back then with the whole Gold's thing it was more about um, working out for aesthetics because the place I came from right before that was was like a place where I wasn't happy with my body. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and then I went from San Antonio to Austin I was in grad school and it was all about school and then having fun on, in the spare moments that I had. So then it became the shift went from aesthetics to, um, hobbies, interests, activities. And I can say that now in Dallas, it's a combination of, um, my activities driving, the way my body looks. So everything's a lot more functional. So the hobbies and interests that I really enjoy are kind of what dictate what my body looks like. So it's not where something where I'm restricting myself from eating what I want. Um, like back when I was doing all the lifting and just focusing on that, I had literally a little cup of brown rice and plain chicken breast every single day for lunch. Oh my gosh. Like five days a week. <laughs> um, and I definitely don't live that life anymore. Yeah, yeah. So when you were hardcore into lifting, mm-hmm. uh, did anyone hit on you or come up to you, approach you? So, yes. Yeah. Um, which is fine. I mean, it's kind of, I wouldn't say to be expected because that sounds incredibly entitled and right. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you are where you are, right? Yeah. And people talk, whatever. Um, or it's like maybe it's bound to happen. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Um, but I actually initiated contact with, the guy that I met at Gold's, I didn't think I was hitting on him, but he thought I was hitting on him, and that's kind of <laughs> what happened. No, I told him, we overblow everything, you know? Well, I said I liked his shirt, because he was wearing a funny shirt, and then mm. he was like, you started talking to me. Like, da-da-da. He was a really big, like, muscly mm-hmm. dude, and I remember I was on the treadmill one day, um, and he hopped on the treadmill next to me, like, a few days later and started talking to me, mm-hmm. and when he left, my trainer was like, I've never seen that guy ever do cardio ever, and I was like, what, really? Like, what? <laughs> he does for me? <laughs> So, yeah. So, but is that okay? So, if a guy hits on you at the gym, is that okay? I think it's better to strike up a conversation like you're genuinely interested in something about that person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like making an earnest comment or just sharing a moment rather than like the human like in person equivalent of sliding in your DMs, right? So, I think it's about intention. I think it's about making people feel comfortable. And I mean, what, worst case scenario, you exchanged like a friendly moment or made somebody's day or like exchanged a laugh or something. I think if you slide in and you're like, hey, I really like the way you look in those leggings. Like, let's go get protein chips after this. <laughs> or and, you're doing it all wrong. Do yeah, it this way. No. Um, because it, I, I feel like, well, BMF, I feel like it's, a, it's more of a social mm-hmm. type environment, just like berries. But at the gym, everyone's like doing their own thing, right? Which is what I like. Like yeah. I go, I go th- to the gym and I avoid eye contact with everyone. I'll say hi to the front desk people mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of, for, for me, it's iffy too, because you know, some women are just you know, in hats and their headphones are just all, all into themselves. But do you think even though they're all dressed like that, it's okay to, you know, at least approach them and, and talk to them? 
I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's a numbers game, right? Mm -hmm. So it, depending on what your goals are, like, it, are you genuinely interested in this one person? <laughs> are you just gener like, generally interested because she's a hot chick, right? Probably so, both. But right. Yeah. Sure. And there's <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm a firm believer in it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. So, for example, correcting somebody's form. Um, if you went up to them and you're like, hey, you're doing that wrong, let me show you. I mean, you're going to come across as a yeah, super a little, douche. Little douchey. I mean, you're yeah. probably going to come across as a douche no matter what. But if you're earnest and if you're genuinely trying to be helpful or if you're like coming at it from a place of like, hey, you know, I really don't want you to hurt yourself or like, you know, watch out for this. Like, yeah. you know, it, it probably could play well. Yeah. Maybe. So what what can a guy say for the 20% of the male <laughs> listeners here? That's not me. So don't ask me that. Yeah. Don't look yeah. at me. Well, what's acceptable just talking about, I don't know. Just say hi, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think you need something more than that. Yeah. Maybe so if she's wearing a sports team or something like that. Like, I think it's it's kind of like making yourself memorable in dating apps, right? You have mm -hmm. to make yourself relevant in some way. So random pickup line might be a little less sticky than if you in like um, kind of find something that you are both drawn to. Mm -hmm. Or is it like something that you have in common, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's okay if you've seen this person maybe five or six times. Mm -hmm. Maybe, ex I say this all the time, exchange a smile first before you even say anything. And then maybe the next time, talk to that person. Um, but Emma, whenever someone talks to Emma, sh she just straight up just says, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Like, if you're like, hey, how's your day? Great. Thank well, you for asking. So, you know, my question is like, how would, if you're not interested <laughs> interested in a guy, but he's talking to you, like, mm -hmm. how do you kind of say, hey? I mean, I, I think generally, I mean, assuming you're not catching me on like a horrible day, right? Yeah. Um, I think generally I'm just generally pleasant or nice and, and mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more patient. But then if they don't get the hint, then my answers get shorter and shorter. Uh -huh. Like I'm a big fan of that approach, right? Because mm -hmm. it really, it it's really difficult for me to just straight up ignore someone. Um, like, so you're, quintessential construction cat call New York whatever um, <laughs> like I, that's happened to me before and I've turned around and asked what the success rate was you know stuff like that so um, yeah. it, but it's really hard for me to ignore people is what I'm trying to get at yeah because you know for me too I'm I'm in and out so mm. I want to get my workout in my cardio in and I, I got stuff to do I got right. dogs to take out so if someone's talking to you like for you know 20 minutes I'm like dude you know, stop talking. Shut up. Mm -hmm. But there's got to be a nicer way to say that. But like you said, just be shorter yeah. with your with your responses. Body and language cues. Yeah. Like kind of starting to rotate your torso away from them. Mm -hmm. Start taking steps, like physically creating distance. Yeah. Turn your back. Yeah. <laughs> and just walk away. Walk yeah. away. <laughs> so you were dating a guy at, at Gold's Gym, right? Mm -hmm. And eventually you guys broke up. Mm -hmm. Did you guys still work out together at Gold's Gym? Um, I broke up. W we broke up when I moved to Austin. Uh, oh, okay. So, so if you, didn't you have wouldn't, to have that awkward. yeah. So if you didn't move to Austin, mm -hmm. you guys might still be together. If you were there, no, no. Could you tell right away? Um, you know, it was. Uh, like, I mean, it comes down to long-term compatibility. I think. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I've kind of touched on this earlier, but my mo is like really hot and heavy, fast start, whatever. Um, and in all of my relationships, I've always kind of fizzled out and had to hold on to that memory of how mm -hmm. amazing it was in the beginning and how much love there was. Mm -hmm. um, but I can earnestly like, and genuinely say that this, the relationship I'm currently in is the one exception to that. Mm. Um, and it's, it's like, it, I, I can't say it was like a slow, steady buildup or anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, but I do find myself periodically like just falling more in love or like finding out that I haven't hit that ceiling yet. And that's mm -hmm. really refreshing. It's yeah, really, that's, that's good. Aww. It's cool. That's good. Cause that, you know, it, the, 
the equation is how do you keep that feeling going? And that's like the magic bullet. Mm-hmm. And if we knew that, we would be billionaires. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there would be no breakups. I would also not be single because I'd be using it on myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys were still going to the same gym or you were in the same city, would you go to that same gym? I actually do have a situation where I was training at the same gym as somebody. Mm. Um, so it was the boyfriend after that. This is grad school boyfriend. Yeah. So we moved to Dallas together. Um, and so one of my girlfriends told me, uh, like, at a, while I was in San Antonio, hey, I just started training jujitsu. I think you'd really love it. And so I don't know wait, if you guys wait, are familiar. Uh, hold on real quick. Jujitsu is, like, in your face, like, grappling, yes. right? Have you yeah. not seen her, like, latest Insta post? I have not. <laughs> oh. But uh, I will look. And it's very, can it be very sexual, too? No. Stop no. it. No. What's wrong I mean, There's no boners you? going on here? <laughs> like, oh. it, I mean, it's it's a totally different headspace, I guess. Mm. So if you were to become sexually aroused <laughs> during jujitsu, you're doing something wrong. Um, so, so for <laughs> listeners out there, be that person, <laughs> are you I naked or are you with no, clothes on? Oh my gosh, you're so stupid. Oh so are for you lubed up? No, just kidding. <laughs> oh I will say that spray. you exchange bodily fluids, but it's usually like a bigger, for me, a bigger dude's like sweat dripping in my eyeball. But that's how you know you're like family, you know? Yeah, you um, <laughs> so I don't need your sweat on my eyeball. Okay? Time out. Step, a couple steps back. So for <laughs> listeners out there that don't know what jujitsu is, it's grappling. So you're literally rolling around on the ground, and the name of the game is submitting your opponent or your training it's partner. so sexy. Go ahead. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and so submissions are going to be chokes or joint locks. Oh, so how sexy. many times is Zor going to make this sexual? So far, we Until I armbar him and he stops. <laughs> Until Do I pass it. out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Do you want to demonstrate with Zorik? Because oh, I no, think I would no. really enjoy I, seeing him get beat up. I will start crying. Good. Yes. Let's <laughs> do just it don't, then. Just don't cry in my eyeball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it won't be sweat. It'll be tears. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of my girlfriends is like. I will take like, those tears and I will collect them and keep them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Go ahead. <laughs> so one of my girlfriends was like, hey, I started training jiu-jitsu. It's really awesome. I think you would love it. So it was on my radar. Um, and then the boyfriend that I dated in grad school and beyond, he was um, pretty high level. Like he was a brown belt, which is uh, the second highest. Well, I guess that's not technically true. So it's one step removed from black belt. Mm -hmm. And then if you're a black belt for like a million years, then you get a coral belt, which is like a red. But anyway, I digress. Um, And so, you know, I started training with him. Um, I learned a lot. We moved up here, started training together, and then we broke up. Um, And so out of respect and out of the desire to leave with love because it's not like all breakups are just because all of a sudden a a switch flips and you don't love each other anymore right um and i find that the older i get the more i guess rational i can be about my emotions so i can love you but that doesn't mean that we're good together Mm -hmm. or that it's it's going to be sustainable long term in a way that makes everyone happy right because you can always stay together and be miserable but but that's not the most loving thing to do to a person you love, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, we broke up. It was a really long, painful, drawn-out thing. Um, And then, you know, it kind of came the time where my membership was up, and instead of renewing, I was like, you know, I told everyone that I moved across town, which I did, and that that was why I wasn't going to train at that gym anymore because I train at Next Generation in Frisco. Um, Awesome gym. (laughs) But um, so I left, and... I, I tried a couple other gyms, not really in earnest, because I kind of think I knew that that was where my heart was, mm-hmm. and that that place felt like home. Um, 
but I did leave for a while. And then a few months later, after the dust had kind of settled and it felt okay, I, I kind of gave him a heads up and asked, like, you know, would you be comfortable? Because this is your sacred space, right? This is a place where um, you can pursue this passion that you've been building on for over a decade. And so I'm not about to just go in there and ruffle some feathers just for no reason. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, things are good. And I'm back at that gym. Um, and it, it it's totally manageable. So it, it takes, I guess, t- time, right? Mm-hmm. Time to kind of get over what Timing happened. Timing for sure. And I think the ability of both people to like be okay with it, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Because like what would have happened if he had not been okay with it? Yeah. Or if you didn't, like if you wanted to go back, but you didn't feel like you were okay with it, right? right? Then that would have been like the struggle and the chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it depends on how you guys broke up. If it was like really right. like, bad then probably you probably won't be at the same gym it was it was pretty bad oh 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 okay but you guys got over it yeah you know and you guys are do you guys grapple together yeah we have we i did yesterday actually is he the one that put a sweat in your eye no no he has not sweated in my eye Mm. (laughs) or or anywhere else (laughs) yeah that sounded awful yeah no the worst is like if you get it in your mouth like i've definitely gotten stray hairs in my mouth you're like yeah, I'm like, not a pube, not a pube. Please, God, not a pube. Ew. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm mostly joking. Only mostly, though. Mostly. Mm. So when you go on these, when you used to go on dates, mm-hmm. did you look for the, did you look for, like, the big, like, bulky dudes? I feel like you're attracted to that. Like, Mm-mm. no? No. Mm. So if you were on a date with someone that was, like, super big, I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like you wouldn't get kind of intimidated or... No. Anything like that. Because I feel like small and like meek whenever I go on a date with someone that's super fit and super this and that. Well, sure. So. But there's also this like uh, gender normative like idea of what uh, like beauty standards are and stuff mm-hmm. like that too, right? So yeah. I mean, you have to wrestle with that as well. Yeah. Can we Even grapple like with it per se. <laughs> yeah. She can give <laughs> us so many like uh, tips and, and tricks and stuff. Of I dating. really like having Alexa here. Yeah. I don't want her to leave. Yeah. Um, another thing. So... How often do you work out? Um, it depends. Mm-hmm. So I try and go every day because um, it's, it's kind of Tim's point about being able to de- like decompress mm-hmm. and use that as like a good source of stress relief. Um, I feel really antsy and st- mm-hmm. like, and I get kind of, I, I wouldn't say anxious, but I get very restless. Wait, what do you do every day though? Is it just be the your gym or is it mm-hmm. some other things like uh, cardio? The last couple of days I've been taking a class at BMF and then going straight from there to jujitsu. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you're busy. When I was on top of my game, I would take a 6.15 AM class at BMF and then go about my work day and then train at six at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't done that in a while. It's, mm-hmm. I think I was doing that like last December maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. um, but work's been pretty hectic, and so I've had like some sporadic days where I started really early, um, and so like if I'm starting really early and I get all my stuff done, I would just like that's why the past couple of days I've been going to BMF. Gotcha. A so early so does, does your boyfriend work out a lot as well, or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, every yeah. day? Yeah, he likes yeah. to work out with first timers to help them kind of mm-hmm. navigate the class and not feel completely overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So. so what if you dated somebody that just did not work out? Would that be a would that be a problem? I've done that before. Uh-huh. Um, that was college boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So um, my ballet was his video games, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which was totally fine at the time. And something that I remember that really stood out to me about JoJo's dating profile 
was um, he had this bit, and the, the question was, I don't, I don't know, are you guys familiar with Hinge? Yeah. Okay. Hinge is one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. So, I have to pick one. So for those of you who are not familiar with Hinge, there's not just pictures, but also like questions, and then you answer them, right? So um, I think the question was like, what's the hallmark of a successful relationship? Or something like that, mm -hmm. and his uh, his answer to paraphrase was co-independence, where you have your own goals and you have your own life, um, but you support each other and have like this mutual, um, I guess, desire for growth, right? And to like you know pursue your own goals and support each other while you're doing that. Um, so does yours say swole mates? <laughs> no, looking for swole mates. <laughs> no, it does not. It absolutely does not. <laughs> yeah, and that's good because. I feel like you're busy. You're always working mm -hmm. out and stuff like that. And working, um, how do you balance that with your, you know, dating and, mm -hmm. and working and working out? Yeah, dating was always secondary. So um, when JoJo and I first started dating, it was like the 20th anniversary of my jiu-jitsu gym. So Next Generation has a bunch of international affiliates, and people were flying in from all over the world, like oh, from cool. Liverpool, from Australia. There are some gyms in California and um, Norway and stuff like that. So there were all, there's like millennia of knowledge on the mats at one time. There were like a hundred people, which is absolutely nuts. And so for that entire week, you know, like people would ask like, Hey, are you free this night? And it was this really awesome week long like free, event. Free for what? Dinner, date, oh, okay, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so that whole week I was like, no, I'm focusing on training because, yeah. you know, I have access to all these really awesome people that are here for one week and one week only. So dating was always kind of secondary. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that as I've gotten older oops, um, and gotten more experience, like it's become increasingly important to not let go of who I am and what matters to me mm -hmm. and not compromise that um, for a relationship. Well, but also find someone that aligns with your goals and mm -hmm. what you do, like your lifestyle. Your lifestyle is fitness and, mm -hmm. you know, you, you found JoJo. He has the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Emma likes Harry Potter, so she must find someone that likes Harry Potter. Yep. What house are you in? I'm a Slytherin. Are you? Yeah. What about you, Zorik? I don't He watch. doesn't have it. Yeah. We're about to get you on Pottermore. <laughs> oh, my God. What's your house? I'm a Ravenclaw. Okay. And I have, I've gone ahead and sorted JoJo into Hufflepuff, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, creating, I'm knitting two sweaters right now. Are you? For my friends. One of them say Ravenclaw. The other one's the Hufflepuff. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what that means, but anyways, <laughs> for those that, that know that, send Emma a message about it or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I won't make yeah. you a sweater, though. Okay. So one one last thing about Harry Potter before yeah. we move on. Uh -huh. um, so in uh, like 2010, I went on a family cruise, or I went on a cruise with my family. So there's like 50 Vietnamese people running around all ages, right? Mm -hmm. And so you know how on cruises there's like formal dress up, go to yeah. dinner night? Yeah. So we all dressed up as Harry Potter characters. Oh, oh my nice. gosh. <laughs> so, like, my grandpa was Dumbledore. My oh, grandma was McGonagall. It. Yeah, it was awesome. Do you listen to Binge Mode? I don't. Okay, you need to Not yet. It's the right answer, yeah. I guess. Mm. But, and then, I guess the last Harry Potter thing is, um, there's, like, a life-size Severus Snape cutout that's lived in my family's living room for a number of years. Because <gasps> my sister, you know, back when... Well, I guess Tumblr's still relevant, maybe. I'm not sure. But she yeah. had a Tumblr called the Severus Chronicles, and she would take him around and, like... Severus pumps gas. I love Severus Snape. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't Always. think about him and not cry. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> you guys. I love but, it. But it, I, it's super popular. It's like Game of Thrones. It's like yeah. the others, the the other books and shows, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So Dorg doesn't read. So I don't. I don't know how to. Audio books count though, right? 
I had this conversation today. Do audiobooks count as no. reading? Yes, they do. No. I, I have audiobooks no. and I buy the books and mm. I have it read to me. Because then I'm yes, lazy. that's fine. Oh. If it's reading it to you and you have mm. the physical book, if you're just listening to it, I don't count it as reading. So if you're following along, then it's reading. But if you're right. just listening. Then it's you're not. just listening. Yeah. But you're still consuming information. Right. But like if I'm listening to a podcast, like am I reading? No, but it's not literature, right? It depends on the podcast. Mm. So. Yeah. Wise words from Emma. Wise words. <laughs> okay. Any other questions for Alexa as far as fitness? I feel like you live that life, that fitness life, and you're like the epitome of fitness and dating and kind of handling all that, you know? I appreciate that. Yeah. I think it's a byproduct of the life mm -hmm. I kind of, I don't want to say it fell into, but it just kind of, it's a bunch of different components that make me happy that came together and made this. Yeah. So for those uh, dating and... For those that are going to the gym, like, what do you have? Do you have any, like, tidbits and advice for them? Maybe just date. Let's talk about dating in general. Dating. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, th I think thinking about your intention and, like, what's, what's your motivation for being there? Um, and I think the first thing should be for you, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I guess I don't want to say it should be. Everyone can live their own life. But if you're actively seeking to better yourself, then I think that that is really attractive. And I think you will have better success attracting the attention that you want if you're not actively seeking it yeah um but sometimes as we get older and more desperate we're actively <laughs> seeking it sure. am i desperate no no okay, but maybe but, i am i don't well, know maybe there's a difference between actively seeking and actively being open to something mm -hmm. like you know you can set yourself up and position yourself to accomplish your goals. But um, I, I don't know, it, for me personally, like when there's something that I feel like I have to have to have to get done by a certain date and it's something that I can't really control. Um, so I'm not talking about work, I'm talking about like, I have to you know, meet this person and hit this timeline and get married and then have kids and like do all this stuff before this certain age. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of pressure. It and is. Then, and that pressure is going to manifest in one way or another and then mm -hmm. your your vibes are going to be different like you're just not going to be um fun and relaxed and that's what yeah. first dates are about right and i think that's where like it starts off unsuccessful because you're putting all this like pressure mm -hmm. that you feel other people are putting on you because they have this expectation of you mm -hmm. and so like it doesn't correlate it just makes things messier yeah and then you're just kind of like woe is me because you're stuck in like this really weird situation mm -hmm. right then you start feeling bad about yourself you're like i'm not good enough this person wasn't good enough like am i ever gonna find this person and it's like no just let it go relax yeah um have you read are, are, you, are you guys familiar with Brene Brown mm -hmm. yes yeah um have you read Daring Greatly not yet I, <laughs> I love that book it's a great book it's amazing and um I think what we we're just talking about touches on yeah um what she frames as scarcity yeah so it's like the whole I'm not good enough like yeah. I mean what is enough like what is right. this concept and and why would you get in your own way right yeah mm -hmm. I feel like Brene Brown's like a staple in like our therapeutic counseling world so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah go Cougs she's at Houston also oh, that's yeah that's, she is. That's, yep. that's right yeah uh what else what else as far as dating or, or fitness what about fitness um I guess could you be more specific well <laughs> This is fitness month, mm -hmm. and I, I guess the whole goal for, for this month is to talk about how fitness correlates with dating or kind of is intertwined with dating. And I feel like 
for me, I, I guess I can say something. I feel like the more I work out, the more confident I am mm-hmm. as a dater. Sure. And the better I feel inside, and the better person I am with, with you or whoever it is w- mm-hmm. when I'm on a date. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think part of that is chemical, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're working out, you're getting endorphins, mm-hmm. um, that confidence boost. It's yeah. kind of, it's it's the same. It's like the flip side of that loop I was talking about where I'm not good enough. Like, why aren't these dates working out? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, you're gonna, there are going to be hits and misses, right? You can have a great first date and then it just completely sucks after that or mm-hmm. vice versa if you, yeah. you know. Um, so I think that focusing on yourself and loving yourself first as you know cheesy as that is is really the first step and Mm -hmm. I think that as it relates to fitness that's a really great um mechanism for accomplishing that right for building that confidence for building that comfort um for investing time in yourself and doing something productive right Mm -hmm. I I feel like whenever people go into the dating world maybe they've been single for like you know a year or months Mm -hmm. um they go into it like, tr- like yourself, like going hard into it. Yeah. But I think when you also go hard into dating and also um, work out, it gives you like a second kind of focus, mm-hmm. right? So you're just not, because inst- you're working out instead of checking your phone every five minutes if, if uh, you know, to see if Joe or whoever it is texted right. you or messaged you, right? Yeah. So it kind of like gets your mind off things too, I think. Yeah, right? and I was thinking about this, like I, I was reflecting the other day and I was like, man, I'm so grateful to be in the place that I am, like with the people that I am. And I remembered how lonely it felt like being so attached to my phone Mm -hmm. and like waiting for this guy to message me back or you know and or like are my responses not witty enough i know that i'm up against like x number of other people in his inbox like what's going to differentiate me and all this it was yeah and i think dating apps are such a great recipe for anxiety because there is so much going on oh haven't studies shown that oh (laughs) my gosh but but doesn't it i think she has she she has a great point emma about uh, it's like your self worth, mm-hmm. right? Like people responding to you, like when people when you get matches, you feel you know you feel like right. wanted and you feel better for your, about yourself, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I mean endorphin boost, right? It's mm-hmm. like getting likes on Facebook or getting likes on Instagram, like you're getting this serotonin dump, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that by taking yourself out like off the screen and offline and just giving yourself an hour a day or an hour every two days or whatever that. Mm-hmm. whatever that may be it yeah. just kind of rewires you a little bit yeah we've we've equated dating like working out mm-hmm. so go on your dating app for about an hour a day mm-hmm. but don't go on all day right just like working out you work out for an hour a day or whatever it is 30 mm-hmm. minutes a day do i go on my dating apps one hour a day you go like all day yeah. um, <laughs> but alexa we can talk to you for like forever for days it's over. It's almost. Oh my gosh. It's almost we, <laughs> over an hour. <laughs> yeah. we well, we have that new puzzle to do. You know. Yeah. We do. yeah. That's true. It'll take like a long time, probably. Um, so, Emma, what did you learn from Alexa? Um, Alexa and I are both um, very smart, <laughs> and we Alexa agree only. on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. What? Go ahead. Hmm? Continue. What? You want to get beat up? Let me just uh, sip some wine over yeah. here. <laughs> so, what else? Um. Alexa just validated me a lot, so I appreciate that. Oh my so that's what I learned from Alexa. Oh my gosh. Validation. <laughs> I learned from Alexa <laughs> that you should just focus on your life goals, and I think dating kind of falls into place. That's what I learned from Both her. Shows. Right? Yep. No? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Alexa, I think you mentioned something about, like, a story. 
can you can you let the oh yeah know let's end with story. that story yeah. okay so how many details do you want like like give me a give me some parameters here like do you want me to give the five minute version the ten minute version thirty seconds give the like, one you did on stage at a the so great like five debate. minute version no? yeah yeah, yeah okay. five minutes yeah. all right okay so I just moved to San Antonio um, like I said I didn't know anyone because all my friends family entire so- social and support network were in Houston. Um, So one day in the parking lot at my apartment complex, I decided I'm going to be really friendly to people, like go out of my way to just say hi Mm -hmm. to anyone and everyone. Um, And so I said hi to this guy that was getting out of his car. um, And then we walked in the same direction. Cause I mean, it was supposed to be like a high, like Mm -hmm. in passing, right? So it's like saying bye to somebody going to the parking lot and you're walking together. So we walked together for a long time and then we walk up the stairs for a long time. And then he's my freaking neighbor. And so, you know, we, we chat a little bit, whatever. Um, I get home and then like two minutes later, I hear a knock at my door and he's like, Hey neighbor, do you have a cup of sugar I can borrow? And I didn't, but that was his, like, he's like, no, I'm totally just kidding. Can I take you to dinner sometime? And previously we had established that he was moving in two months. So it seemed like relatively low risk Mm -hmm. because you know, the whole like, don't shit where you eat. And I was like, I mean, he's my next door neighbor. Right. Um, so I knew he was leaving soon. Um, so I, I said, yes. And he, our first date rolls around. He's a couple hours late and he's like, Hey, I just got off work. I'm so, so sorry. Let's go to dinner. And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. No big deal. Um, and then we go to Red Robin where (laughs) (laughs) so classy. Yeah. He he took me to Red Robin (laughs) and, uh, I had a salad and a water, which will be relevant later. And he, he talked the whole time. Like I couldn't really get a word in edgewise. He was very, um, he talked a lot with his with his hands, and I was like, "Well, maybe he's Italian. I mean, he looks pretty Puerto Rican, and so does that flag hanging from his rearview mirror." But um, <laughs> hey, Latin people talk with their hands. <laughs> so, so I was like, "Yeah, okay, I guess." Um, but it was, you know, his truck's name was Sasha Fierce. You know, mm. like so. Yeah, I mean, a couple of red flags. I was young and dumb. Like, yeah. give me a break. Um, so it wasn't really a great date. I wasn't particularly interested, and so I let him know that I was down to be friends. Um, Back then I was working like some 14 hour days cause I was in the oil field and stuff like that. And so um, one day I came home and my phone was just like blowing up. And like I, you know, I plug my phone into the charger. There's like 17 text messages. Oh. And then um, and then I got a new text cause I guess he heard me come home cause he's my neighbor, right? And he's like, you know what? You're such a shitty friend. You don't deserve my time or my money. Um, I'm skipping over a lot here, but so that that's kind of, that was the last thing. Um, and I was like, your time and your money. I was like, what money? You took me to Red Robin and I got a salad and a water. So I went over and I slid a $10 bill under his doormat (laughs) and I texted him. I said, keep the change. And he's like, I want your money. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that was, that was it. I mean, I guess, okay. So let me backtrack a little bit. I told the story a lot better at the great web debate. (laughs) Um, so, so this whole like blowing up my phone thing and getting upset at my response time wasn't anything new. Um, the main part I think that I skipped over was there was one day I came back to my phone and there were a bunch of pictures of this like really pretty girl. Um, but it ended up being him. Uh, and which is uh, fine. And then, um, and then he told me that since I wouldn't be his girlfriend, he wanted me to be his best friend. And there's this whole thing about like putting all these labels and all this stuff. Um, and this pre, you know, dismemberment of the friendship or whatever it was, he said something like, you know, I got really confused between wanting you and wanting to be you. Oh, 
Yeah. So. <laughs> Did he like buy stuff and like what were the pictures just like you like the way you no, dressed? No, no. I think he'd They're been like doing. It seemed like he'd been doing that for a while. Yeah, like huh. like going clubbing, dresses. You know, like high heels, cute outfits, different wigs, different hairstyles. Is that the hmm. weirdest thing you've ever heard, Emma? Yeah. That that's like that like tops it. Mm-hmm. So did you ever see him again after that? No. And I've actually I, after that night after I told that story because I totally forgot about it. I went and tried to find him on Facebook and I couldn't. Ah. Uh, <laughs> he might have changed his name to something else. I know that he, uh, when he was dressed up, his name was Brianna. There you go. Was it like Brandon? Is his you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, you guys. Well, I mean, there's no last names. <laughs> yeah, here. there's there no last, last names. True. There's okay. So that was pretty good. That was really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, any th- any other last tips or anything else you have, Alexa? I know this has been an absolute blast. You guys yeah. have any closing statements? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone's listening anymore. Oh my gosh, everyone's everyone's listening. <laughs> no, because the thing is, like, I'm learning so much. Yeah. Yeah. Like last week, you know, we had a vegetable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he was very insightful too. But I don't know who that is. He was always insightful. But anyways. I agree with that. <laughs> we haven't even said his name this whole Good. episode. We're I'm not tr- going to. I'm trying not If you to. say it, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. All I right. won't stab you, but I will hurt you. Okay. She'll sweat in your eyeball. She will. Ew, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a pube. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Emma. Uh, I think that's it for today. That's it. All right, Alexa. Well, thank you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Right? Yeah, okay. I love that. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Date Podcast. Please subscribe and review if you liked what you hear. Send us an email at hello at datepodcast.com for any questions, comments, or show topics you'd like for us to discuss. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Most importantly, tell your friends about our show. 